Okay. Hope everybody had a good feast. And what I want to talk about is next year's feast. And that is planning for next year's feast. Because I think, you, I mean, you know how life is. Before you, if you don't start planning now, you'll turn around, turn around, turn around, and then, oh, a feast is just a month away, and there it is again. And the older you get, the faster life goes by. And I can't think of a better time to start planning for the feast than right now. Now, in Deuteronomy 16 and verse 16, it says, Three times in a year shall all the males appear before the Lord in the place which he shall choose, feast of unleavened bread, feast of weeks, and feast of tabernacles. And they shall not appear before the Lord empty. So we know the holy days are commanded. And some people look at this verse as three seasons in the year because not all the holy days are, are mentioned here. But it is inclusive of all the holy days or three times or three seasons in the year. Uh, spring, summer, and fall, including all the holy days. And, you know, this is something that we are told to do. And I just did a, a little short program YouTube video for Halloween coming up. I'm going to air it, air it on Halloween. And I talk about, you know, how that our society has its own method. Although Halloween is not necessarily a method for worshiping God, although it is getting into the churches. Uh, trick or trunk, trunk or trick, whatever that is. I'm not sure what all that is. But, but um, one time a, a person, I posted something about Halloween and she, she said, you, you don't know how precious it is to look into the face of a child while you're carving out a pumpkin in church and how much that means to them and all that. Just on and on and on. And she was upset that I was bashing Halloween in church. Now I thought, you know, Christians were the exact opposite of what Halloween is about. You know, we got this one day where we celebrate the devil. You know, let's, uh, <laughs> we're a we can't leave him out. You know, let's, let's, let's celebrate him also. But uh, anyway, the feast, preparing for the feast. A long time ago, a person asked me, well, how do you afford to go to the feast, the tabernacles? And uh, just, I just want to share some of the things that I do. Uh, one of the things that, that, that has helped me a lot affording it is every day I will empty my the coins out of my pocket and I, I got a place where I save my coins and also I like to save my loose dollar bills you know one dollar bills I'll, I'll take them and throw them in a, a barrel or something and sometimes I'll throw a five in there and sometimes a 20 and if I'm real blessed I might throw a hundred dollar in, in there and but over, at the end of the year it adds up to a substantial amount of money that you can have extra spending cash just just by now it's a discipline you gotta start now and uh, if you can discipline yourself to do that continuously every day it will help you in being able to have some extra cash now uh, I'll get to a little bit later what the Bible says about preparing financially but I like something that Ron Dart said one time he said you know if you can't afford to go to the feast don't go. Save up. You know, if it takes a couple of years to save up, you know, just keep saving up until you can afford to go to the feast. I think a lot of times we, uh, 
we may be guilty of, of trying to bail out people. You know, well, oh, oh you, you, can't go to, you can't afford to go to the feast here. Let me help you. And it's, it's okay to do that, but I, I personally think that there needs to be a personal commitment from me. I want to go to the feast. In fact, I want to go so bad that I'm willing to do something about it, such as put aside money. So, you know, yeah, it's okay to help people go to the feast, but also it has to be a thing that comes from the heart. I desire this. I want to go. Now, <clears throat> I was thinking about what makes a great feast. And I, I think one of the things that we want to ask ourselves when it comes to the feast is, where can I serve? You know, where can I serve? Because serving is important. And, uh, you know, a lot of times with me, where I go, it, it's, it's often Jim will ask me uh, two months in advance, I want you to, you know, can you give a sermon? Can you give a seminar at the feast? So that's sort of, but I'm going where I can serve. That's the bottom line. Uh, uh, that sort of drives me to, to where I will go. So, um, where, where can I serve? What can I do? Is is important thing to ask about keeping the feast and, and, and celebrating the feast. I know uh, Chris and Lisa Gregory, they run the technological stand in the middle of the floor there where they're doing the videos and uh, it's, 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 a, it's a complicated mess, by the way. I mean, it, it is something else and they, they have to be there 30 to about an hour or two after the service. Uh, and so I, you know, it, it's so cool because you can, I can give them a little USB stick and say, here's my scriptures, here's my pictures I want to use for the sermon. And they incorporate that without, without any effort on my part. That just automatically comes up. And it, they're, but they were talking about, they said, man, we got to get some help. We got to delegate because their feast is consumed with doing that work and uh, takes a lot of hours. And, and uh, Lisa was talking about, she said, you know, she said, uh, said last year I had a woman helping me. And I said, she was such a blessing. And, uh, and she said, she probably, she's not here this year. Maybe she got to go to Jerusalem or something like that. And she's talking about Alicia, you know, that, that because you can't just, you know, that type of work, you can't just, you know, just say, here, do this. You have to know what you're doing in order to do it. So, uh, but yeah, I wanted to mention that to you, Alicia, that, that she was uh, really uh, excited about your help and disappointed that you weren't there. <laughs> but, uh, but they're talking about, you know, how, how can we get some more people involved in this? So, so where can you serve? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of places I could go to where I could, they would not allow me to do anything. You know, there, there's feast sites. Now, that might be a good thing every now and then, but <laughs> if, if you need a break, you know. But uh, there are feasts that you would, you would go to where very few people do serve other than the, you know, the 20% the, the or whatever. So if you have a talent that God has given you and, and you're not using it, there's really no joy in that, is it? I mean, you're not using it. You got a talent God's blessed you with, but you don't get to use it. I mean, that's that's sort of no joy in that. Now, don't. On the other hand, don't think, well, I don't have anything to give. Everybody's got something to give. I mean, believe me. Uh, in the the CFN planning meeting I went to, someone made the comment, and, and you've heard this 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 statement before that that 
20% of the people do, what, 80% of the work or 100%? I, I forget how that, that goes. But it was interesting. When someone made that, Jim said, said well, at, at, at this feast site, or at, at least with their church, 80% of the people do the work. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a blessing to see that. You remember at the feast, they asked people to stand up who were serving. And, you know, they, they went through this list. This was at the Feast of Tabernacles, you know, 800 people there. They said, uh, how many people uh, serve in the children's ministry? So many people got up. How many people are giving seminars? So many people. How many are giving sermons? So many people. How many people are working in the kitchen? More, more, more. How many people are, are putting together special events? And they have a ton of stuff. And, and it was like 60% 60 of the people are standing when they asked that. Most people are standing. So it, it's a church serving. You know, people serve. People are, are doing something. Um, I think this year they, they talked about CFN's, CFN's website that the, they're going to have a place where you can fill out. You know, what can you do? Uh, how can you serve? What are you good at? What do you like to do? What do you want to do? And so that will be a blessing also. Now, okay, planning for the feast, keeping the feast, preparing now for the feast. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the spirit of the feast. It seems to me that, that you can lose sight of that. Now, I know everything gets old. You know, when you've been keeping the feast for 20 or 30 years, you know, th things can start to, to get older. But you don't want to lose the, the spirit of the feast. And, and uh, you know, you sort of, you, you drive all day long. You get there, you unpack. And before you know it, next day it's time for services and you're, you're into the feast. And before you know it, the feast is over. You think, oh, well, that's it? Now, <laughs> I'll share with something that we used to do that really helped me to keep the spirit of the feast. It was back in the ETA when I used to do this. And we would, we would stay, we would get there a day early. A whole extra day early. And there was something about relaxing, uh, seeing the, you know, the big full moon coming up over the ocean, maybe just taking some quiet time, together time, some prayer, and to say, God, you know, this, this is your feast. I mean, we're, we're, prepared, we're, we're getting ready to enter into this. It made a huge difference in this, what I call the spirit of the feast. We've also, uh, from time, we, we would stay a day over. You know, and, and that, that was, you could say goodbye to the feast, you know, and you could look over your notes and what, what the special points you wrote down about your notes. That was important also, but more important was that extra day where you could just sort of slow down and, and think about why am I here? It, 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 it can help you keep, you know, the spirit of the feast better. Prayer. Okay, planning for the feast. Start praying now throughout the year. For the feast, that it, the best feast ever. And it being the best feast ever has a lot to do with your preparation, by the way. You know, it's not just, well, I'm not getting anything and that wasn't so great. It has more to do with, with the preparation of your spirit as far as being the best feast. So pray for um, the best feast. Be praying throughout the year. Um, you know, like I said, there can be a, a, a like a... The feast is to be a spiritual experience, and there can be a, a loss of that over the years. You know, the law of diminishing return. I've been doing this so long, and I'm not, not getting as much as I used to. But I think you can get that back. I think you can get, get that back by preparing for the feast now. <clears throat> so I want to look at the scripture talks about 
financially here about the feast. Deuteronomy 14 and verse 22. Uh, Deuteronomy 14 and verse 22. Preparing for the feast. Deuteronomy 14 and verse 22. You shall truly tithe all the increase of thy seed that the field brings in, in year for year by year. Now, okay, what does that mean? Tithe, the increase, whatever. You know, basically, does it have to be you know, 10%? Does it, whatever. Basically, what it's saying is this. Set aside some money in preparation for the feast. Don't let money be the excuse as to why I can't go. So, that, that basically, you know, when it talks about tithing, you know, put, put aside money. Pre prepare for this now. You know, I used to have a, a Christmas club that I, 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 I gave to. You know, a pagan Christmas club. No, just kidding. Uh, well, whatever. Okay. But I would, you know, cash that in at the end of the year. I think $100 went into it every month or something like that. So, little things like that can help. Um, and it says in, in Deuteronomy 14, verse 23, And you shall eat before the Lord thy God in the place which ye shall choose to place his name there, the tithe of your corn, of your wine, and of your oil, your firstlings of your herds and, and, and your flocks, that you may learn to fear the Lord God always. And if the way be too long for thee, so that you're not able to carry it, or the place be too far from thee. So we're taking away excuses here. God is taking away. Like, oh, it's too far from me. You know, it's too long. Whatever. All right. Which the Lord God sh shall choose to set His name there. Uh, when the Lord thy God has blessed thee, then you shall turn it into money and bind up the money in your hand, and you shall go to the place which the Lord thy God shall choose. And you shall. Now I like this scripture. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible here. And you shall bestow that money for whatsoever your soul lusts after, for oxen, for sheep. Uh, okay, oxen and sheep. Okay, uh, Ferrari. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> wine, strong drink, or for whatever your soul desires, you shall eat there before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your household. You know, a commandment to rejoice. That, that's that's a good thing. That's some good. That's a great God that we worship. And another thing about the feast. You know, it doesn't have to be. The most expensive place, you know, it, it doesn't have to be. We were driving through Destin, and I looked, and there was a motel, and it said $50 a night. I thought, well, that's not bad. I could have saved 2000 you know, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, you sometimes, you sort of weigh that out, and you think, well, why am I paying so much to, to sleep? Uh, now, I love the ocean. I love being on the ocean, so, but still. Uh, it, it was a nice motel for $50 a night. But anyway, so start thinking today about next year's feast. Start planning today, financially, for next year's feast. Ask the question, how can I serve? Where, how can I serve? And be praying for the best feast ever and prepare your own heart for just that, the best feast ever.